at a high city mansion in the early evening, the dim blue sky, uh, dim blue of sky, is interrupted by the warming glow of magically lit oil lanterns. Hedonists revel, casting aside their stuffy displays of nobility for the chance to drink and make merry to excess, something encouraged by their aged host. Koran sits on a sloped chair of white iron, legs extended to two different outdoor ottomans. A tall goblet of red wine rests on the palm of his hand, which he swirls more as force of habit than for any purpose of aeration. Attending him are two beautiful young women whose ostentatious jewelry more than confirms that they, like him, reside in the world above the problems of the lower city. He beckons you nearer when he sees you approach, dispersing the woman with a casual wave of his hand. Though his features are puffed and sagging with age, his eyes are sharp as daggers, assessing each of you on your approach. He smiles, though it's anyone's guess if that's warmly or with predatory instinct. <laughs> Welcome to the party, dear friends. Please avail yourself of my fine food and drink for as long as it lasts. We are celebrating like it is the end of the world, because for many of these people, the tariffs imposed by the good marshal mean exactly that. Who can live without a quality Sembian red? And you hear some people go, Yeah! And clink glasses. He snaps his fingers, and one of the women replaces his empty goblet with a full one. These people here, they have never known hardship. Most have never even left the city. Nearly as many have never left the upper walls. I was once, like you, weighed by poverty and turning to adventure to survive. It is a curious thing, no? No profession claims so many lives, and yet it seemed like the best way to make a living. <laughs> I am quite content to never again sleep in a bedroll damp with mud, carrying its wet bulk as it frosts to my back. Moving on from that life into a world of sinners and snakes and nobility was a welcome change but no easy feat, and one that took me over a century to master. I would volunteer you my service, telling friend from foe and providing you what I know. In exchange, I simply ask you continue to do right by the people of Baldur's Gate, avoiding bloodshed when you can. The gate is weary enough from the flaming fists foreign wars without bringing them to our homestead. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he sort of slowly lifts himself up from his chair. Now he's not like a fat guy, but he's definitely a little swollen with his hedonistic lifestyle. Hell male yeah. jelly. Yeah. Mm, hedonism. He uh, he stretches. His knees crack when he stands up, and uh, he pulls a thin walking cane from a nearby uh, ottoman, more for show than for actual like putting his weight on it. And he uh, steps away with one of his serving girls by his side uh, as he leads you in towards the manor proper. Uh, go ahead. Oh, no. Uh, uh, when he's ready to talk. I don't know yeah. if you have more flavor. Uh, he, he steps into the house. You're led in through uh, what's actually uh, sort of like an entertainment kitchen. Uh, it's a full-service kitchen with like the big center oaken island uh, covered with hors d'oeuvres, uh, imported dates, uh, there's casual bottles of wine just scattered throughout the table. Um, there actually is, uh, in one corner, uh, a hookah with a number of different, uh, like a chest of drawers, like a small chest of drawers with various things you can put in the hookah to smoke. Um, lots of stuff that, like, very closely to the letter of the law is technically legal. <laughs> I'm just grabbing snacks the whole way through, like pot, like as we walk by, just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Love um, me some more d'oeuvres. He does open a side chamber and usher you inside, and inside of the chamber it appears to be like a study of sorts, uh, books wall to wall, uh, a large oaken desk uh, with a blotter on it. Uh, appears to be uh, infrequently used. There's a lot of dust on things in this room, but he gestures you into the room uh, for some sort of private meeting. Good. I'm like, Theo is like definitely uncomfortable about how rich everything here is, but he obviously doesn't like scatter. Yeah. I pass you a scone. <laughs> this doesn't taste like dirt I like at all. literally have an armful of snacks. Like I am down to like ab- abuse the food privileges here. These aren't gas station scones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like when you go to the concession stand at the movie theater and you're just like, oh yeah. This isn't Circle K brand caviar. <laughs> <laughs> Extra fishy. All right. So Corin is volunteering to you uh, his knowledge of the politics of the city. Uh, basically playing a go-between so that when you are <coughs> what is occurring in town, uh, he's a resource to you 
to iron out what the shit is happening mm-hmm. based on his over 100 years of political experience in the city. Mm. Um, I have some abridged notes here that he can provide to you. I'm not going to roleplay them out because I don't feel like using the Koran uh, voice. Uh, uh, no, same as for those of you who were here for a while last week, I will not be doing the Dragomir voice nearly as much. I'm recovering from a sinus infection and doing the deep voice makes me cough, so I'm going to... I'm going to go light on the Russian today. <laughs> I'll continue with my Zanzer voice. Okay, excellent. excellent. Good, because it, it's what really keeps us in yeah. the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I pretty much have it all the time, and it's really straining. But... <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of facts. I'm going to also assume that, uh, fictionally, uh, you're going back and forth and asking him questions and pursuing these leads. He's not just like, here's my spark notes of what you've been doing. <laughs> He's got one of those conspiracy theory maps. No, he does not have one of those. He's just a... It's a glittery scroll here. Have my sparkle notes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So some back and forth goes on as you probe him for information based on what you've been uncovering in this. Are you still doing phrasing? (laughs) No. Uh, So first things first. Duke Torland Silvershield is throwing his considerable weight around, bullying and wearing down Grand Duke Portier. Okay. That is something we already knew. Portier is a pushover that Torland has correctly identified as a man that he can easily manipulate. Together, their efforts seem largely focused on alienating the Flaming Fist, protecting the class of nobility from loss of power, and driving away what he considers to be the filth of the outer city. Which is the entire outer city. Right. Yeah, it's filthy. I've been there. Does that mean just outside the big walls or outside... I always forget. Outside the city walls entirely. So there's there's upper city, lower city, and outer city. Throw up that map. Okay. Throw the map out. Yeah. If it's in any of the walls, it's either upper or lower. If it's outside the walls entirely, it is outer. So this area is considered the lower. Right. That's the upper. That's okay. So so that is what he knows about Torlin Silvershield's current uh, plight. Um, And Portier was the was that the Lord the Duke over the sewers or was that somebody else? Uh, no, that's Portier. somebody else. Yeah, that was uh, Duke Van Thamper was the sewers. Yeah. Oh, we haven't Portier. met Portier. Portier okay. is not a duke yet. No, no, no Portier he, is. Portier he's is the Grand Duke. Yeah. So let me let me uh, refresh your memories about what's going on. Uh, there were four dukes. One of them was Abdel Adrian. One of them was Portier. One of them was Silvershield. One of them was Van Thamper. Van Thamper is the sewers lady. You really haven't interacted with her. Very Abdel Adrian was killed. There has not yet been a fourth duke appointed. It's between Willett Caldwell, who you met last session, and uh, Marshal Ravenguard. If you'll recall, last session, Ravenguard tried to get you to blackmail Caldwell to get him out of the race. And we didn't dish. You sort of did. You went and investigated and decided it was dangerous enough that the claim was legitimate. Yeah. Um, whether or not that's actually true, it was kind of a flimsy argument. Um... That's the state of the dukedom. Portier is uh, been appointed the Grand Duke now that Abdel Adrian is dead. Just because they need somebody to break ties. He's like the interim... He, yeah, he's the interim Grand Duke. Uh, he is a pushover. He has very little sway one way or the other. He is being easily manipulated by Torlin Silvershield, who is a much better politician, basically. But not a much better person. No, he's a much worse person by all accounts. Gotcha. Um, these two... Uh, Torlin Silvershield and Duke Portier uh, have not had complete cooperation from the Parliament of Peers. That's something you didn't know yet. Okay. Now, they don't have cooperation with them in, what, in, in regards to what? They're pushing their own agendas and a lot more is getting stopped by the Parliament of Peers than not being stopped by the Parliament of Peers. Okay, wow. So They are Congress and they're shutting down the President's orders right now. Basically. Gotcha. And, and well, most of the bullshit rules have come shit. from the Parliament of Peers. All this, like, you exactly. Most of these bullshit rules have come down from the Parliament of Peers, not from any of the Dukes, right? Uh, like the quite whole, the contrary. You can't wear purple and all that other quite shit. Quite the contrary. It came directly from the Dukes, presented to the Parliament of Peers, and the Parliament of Peers approved it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious to find out what they haven't been approving then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Parliament frequently votes in favor of those who have guild protection, and it is the belief of Silver Shield that they are being paid off by the guild. Oh, good for that. Corrin adds he believes that there is truth to this concern and points to the possible nomination of Willett Caldwell as proof. Why appoint a 70-year-old human man to a position that loathes turnover? He is no Abdel Adrian. He ages like normal men. Uh, He also urges you to be wary of older Ravenguard. He is more violent and scheming than he would appear, 
The Flaming Fist believes it has the power to use its might to stomp out resistance where it likes, and most problems are not so easily broken by force. Mm -hmm. He points to the increase in police brutality over the last ten days, and the efforts to overstep his bounds in the upper city as recently as a night ago. He also says his informant in the Sea Tower indicates that the two young nobles who stole Minsk's hands will not stand for public trial. They'll be held in a fist tribunal and summarily executed. Ooh, oh, what the fuck? That, even Dragomir thinks that sounds a little harsh. That's, ooh. That's. I was thinking, you know, like, like a hand for a hand, right? You steal oh, a hand, you lose a oh, hand. That's yeah. fair. But execution yeah, like is that. different than yeah. losing a hand. Yeah, I'm all for cutting off their sticky little fingers, oh. but like. <laughs> or, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, that's not, that's no good. Uh, let's see. The guild has been especially active in the upper city. They're using the opportunity of Raven Guard's effective exile from the Upper City uh, to ply their trade up here much more openly. Uh, in defiance of the Watch, they've thrown their weight behind the strike of garbage collectors. You may recall last session you were wandering through the streets and they were all filthy. Uh, and also the rat problem, Vermin in general, is getting very out of hand right now. Oh, I forgot there was a garbage strike. Yeah. That's where we found the bowl. It was sitting in a pile of trash. Yeah. Uh, and another big bomb he's going to throw at you right now is that patriarch children have been getting abducted lately. What? what? And this, and their patriarch children, so obviously this is an upper city thing. There's an upper city problem. He says the news isn't breaking because those in power in the upper city are trying to avoid looking weak to the Flaming Fist. Because right now they're trying to ostracize the Flaming Fist and they don't want to look like they need help with law enforcement. So they're covering it up. Okay. Uh, however, it is now escalating to violent new heights as the kidnappers call for ransoms far higher than normal and with deadlines that are completely unreasonable. Uh, two patriarch youths, uh, and I'll give you the names, so let me know when you're ready for writing. Damn Children. Uh, What's it called? Bounty? Reward? Ransom. Ransom. God damn, you just said it. Uh, I've got three people taking notes. Yeah, I don't need, need that many notes. I was going to have a beer. Right. You guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> It helps when I'm, like, re-listening and I can, like, make notes on my notes. Ah, you're one of those people. Not always. Like, I'll get in a creative, not creative, like, productive mood when I'm avoiding doing other things. You must ready over there? Uh, I'm writing as fast as I can. You're going really fast. <laughs> Oh, can I guess their names? No, that would be... No, you can't. Jimmy! <laughs> Hans! <laughs> Jim Bam the Steeler Boy. Uh, no, there are no Steelers in this adventure because Steelers are terrible. That's true. Except yeah. for the boys who stole the hands. Oh, those kinds of Steelers. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. I thought you were talking about Pittsburgh. <laughs> Fuck Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, Alright, so one of the children's names is uh, Simmer, spelled S-I-M-M-U-R. Family name is Chadur, C-H-A-D-U-R. And the other child, first name Lara, L-A-R-A. Last name is Alrevan, A-L-R-E-V-E-N. Uh, and these are just two that we know of, or two most recent? Well, I was going to complete the sentence, but you guys are writing for a long time. Uh, so two patriarch youths, these two, uh, have already been brutally murdered in upper city safe oh. houses. Oh, wow. shit. In uh, safe houses, so like... The family put them someplace safe so they wouldn't get kidnapped, and they were murdered there? Uh, it sounds more like they were guild safe houses enmeshed in the upper city's property. Oh, okay. Uh, and it does sound like the guild in general has become much more violent than normal. Typically, they're greedy. They want money. Mm. Uh, these are crimes of violence and passion. Mm. This is like they are putting out ransoms kind of just for the sake of it, and then not giving the families the opportunity to actually pay them. Gotcha. Uh, he also says, when you mention the smoke powder... Uh, that you could find out a lot more about it if you were able to probe the Harbor Master's manifest. See who actually ordered all of the smoke powder, where it came in, how it came in, and the volume of it. Uh, however, the manifest is something that he does not willingly disclose. He's something of a martinet. So if you don't actually work for the city of Baldur's Gate, he won't willingly allow you to look at it. Mm -hmm. However, uh, the Harbor Master goes home at sundown, and he offers up that if you were able to find your way into his office at night you might be able to probe through his books. Being members of the Flaming Fist won't get us any kind of... Not at all. Okay. No, it's a government office, so even though it's in the lower city and in the Flaming Fist's district, 
Uh, it is actually guarded by watch members. They're considered basically the federal cops. Gotcha. I could maul them. I have a rat that I can see through its eyeballs. Gross. Not a party trick. Just a gross <laughs> thing you do. <laughs> Might be useful if we need it to sneak into a place that we can't get into. Can you open a book, though? Or read? <laughs> what if I've made my familiar a pygmy marmoset with tiny hands? No. Um, when he's saying, like, kids Maybe? are being kidnapped from the upper city, does he mean, like, teenagers or, like, small children? Uh, apparently the abductions range in age from, like, 8 to 14. Okay. So, sack size. You can put them in a sack and... At prime annoying level, so like yeah. really, maybe they're doing the city a favor. I would look at the school teachers first. Might just be a revenge thing. Yeah, totally. Um, I want to ask about the master of cobbles. Yes. Uh, I forget his name because his card's not on the table. Uh, Escarol Nerthamus. Thank you. Um, he uh, he attempted to put us up to a uh, a murder, a, a, a vigilante killing. Um, we didn't, but do you know why he would want such a thing? We felt like it was part of a larger ploy. Well, he's bidding for a larger amount of political power. He probably thought that if he was able to secure uh, a final penalty on whoever had committed the crime, that he would be elevated in status. Probably also saw opportunity to get the flaming fist in trouble, which is something they seem to be all on the same page on uh, up here at this moment. Um... More realistically, he's just a bloodthirsty little man who has aspirations beyond his station. Okay. Satisfied with that. Yeah. Um, but not, no, nothing that earmarks like a larger conspiracy outside of he did it for, for his own personal gain. Had he paid you, he probably would have been under investigation and removed from office. Uh, he would have been greatly overstepping his legal bounds. Okay. That's the only other question I had. What about the whole city watch being missing in action for all of this crap? It says, uh, they directly report to the high priest of the Church of Gond, which, as you know, is a Duke Torland Silver Shield. I know not what his motivation is, but you could always ask him. Uh, I don't oh think yeah. it would go well. <laughs> Duke Adrian, hey, Skippy, what you up to? <laughs> I mean, I think, I think now we can sort of put the puzzle pieces together. Duke Adrian obviously had the best, you know, wasn't a pushover. He wasn't going to let Silver Shield run all over him. So you take Adrian out, you put a little, you know, yeah. puppet in there. And a figurehead, yeah. You can do whatever you want. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's accurate. I just don't know what we do about it. Yeah. Uh, I think we have more immediate problems considering the smoke powder thing yeah and we're also working with a man who wants to execute two teenagers for petty vandalism um yes which is a big problem and we need to fix that i just wonder like the the flip side of that coin like what is the what dirty shit is silver shield getting up to that we don't know about because clearly there's a lot going on that we don't know about because the parliament of peers has been stopping stuff left and right mm-hmm. do we have a contact in the parliament of peers at all you don't does uh, Corin have anybody he can make an intro with? Uh, he says that he has put the game of politics well behind him. He says that he believes some of the things that they've been trying to push through involve uh, the outright removal of tieflings from the outer city mm-hmm. uh, with the use of force. Oh, oh shit. Awesome. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And you work for Basically him. like genocidal type shit. That, mm. Like war crimes is what he's trying to pass. Gotcha. Okay, now I'm so mad. yeah, murdering the, the two uh, the two hand thieves is bad, but there's also badder. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I, say. Yeah, um, I, I think we should try to stop the execution if it's on our way. But this smoke powder thing seems like the bigger problem. It's going to be more than two lives if there's a bomb or. Yeah. You know, a Death Star. <laughs> well, and also, like, and this is me as a player, not Theodosius as a person, because Theo is not all a about person. this. <laughs> <laughs> but if uh, Raven Guard does execute those two teenagers, he's gonna get pushed back pretty hard. Like, you don't just 
execute two upper city teenagers. Not the, if it's a secret tribunal. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a secret tribunal. It's a secret execution. There's already kids from the upper city getting killed. Mm-hmm. You can dump them on a corner and say, oh, well, yeah. you know, if you had the flaming fist up here, it never would have happened. Yeah. Which is, I think, the reason why it is a secret tribunal is because he knows he would get pushed back. Yeah. Should we make it public? Uh, considering that we're the ones that brought them in. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, we didn't think he was going to murder them. That's true. That's true. Like, we we also were all absolutely <coughs> heartbroken by the defiling of the Boo and Minsk statue. Yeah. I think that there's a timing aspect to it, because if we go around saying that Raven Guard is going to murder these two teenagers and turn our hand, he can just be like, no, I wasn't. Like, why are you making, like, why are you turning people against the fist? We do have a option. We have a witness incarcerated in the cells. If we go and get him, at least then there's somebody who knows that we brought them in alive, that they're being held by the fist, and then we sort of force them to go public with what they have. My thing being is, we kind of made it obvious that we were bringing them in alive. We were... We, yeah, we perp walked them through the streets. We, we perp yeah. walked them. So they know that we brought them in alive. My thing is, if we go around saying, you know, Raven Guard is going to execute them, he can just be like, no. And then you lose your contact. And then we lose our contact. So we grab the witness out of the cells. We have somebody who is not an overt fist member bring them into the upper city, bring the witness to the house of the one of the, the kids, have that them tell the Patriarch family what's going on. The Patriarch family then raises a stink anonymously. Hey, where's our kids? We've heard the Flaming Fist has our kids. That's a lot of faith to put in a family if we're not there exactly telling them what to say. And they might already know that we took them in. Because True. we did make it public. We perp walked. We perp walked him. It is also evening, he said, tomorrow morning. <clears throat> so by the time the sun comes up, it's done. Jailbreak? Jailbreak. Jailbreak. Well, okay. Yeah, um, I guess the manifest, and the, the Harbor Master's manifest isn't going anywhere tonight. We just gotta hope that whatever they're up to is not going down tonight. Ah, shit. Is this a party splittable situation, or are we going to put ourselves in a really bad place? If we I don't know, gonna... Paul, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you say this as if splitting the party is not an inherently bad decision. I... Okay, so splitting the party is almost unanimously a bad decision. Which is why we do it almost every single time. And here's why I think we should split the party. (laughs) First of all, Dragomir is on board with everything you're saying. However, he is uncomfortable with the idea of a jailbreak. He'll do it. Mm -hmm. He'll do it if he has to, but Mm -hmm. he's not 100% comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Um, He would, however, be comfortable in breaking into the Harbor Master's office. It seems kind of hypocritical, but that's in the search for evidence. Mm. Yeah. Lives are at stake. I mean, more than just those kids' lives. Like, like mass casualty lives yeah. are at stake. He, he'd be more willing to break that rule than that rule. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, Dragomir says, why don't, you know, why don't you and Zanzer go do a jailbreak and me and Namiya will go poke through the office of the Harbor Master? Who is Rogi? Do we have a rogue type in the party? No. You. Your ring. The closest to being <laughs> cleric paladin, wizard paladin. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all I'm all flashbang boom powder over here. Nice. I mean, we all I can I can pick a lock, but it's I called, can't get it's off called the wall. yeah it's called kicking the door in. I can sneak. That's killing everybody before they hear me. Like, <laughs> yeah, we all built characters to go to hell, and then we're like, oh shit, let's not go to hell. For five we have years. to be in a city for like six months. Yeah. Um, oh wait, there's a whole other world outside of hell. Who knew? Where the kids are in the sea tower, right? Yeah. And where is no, the harbor? No, they aren't. We didn't leave them there, at least, unless they were transported there. I thought uh, that's what you said was the... I thought they were transported. We, we perp-walked them to Rin's Crossing. Yeah. Um, there is a ferry that goes between the two points, so actually, yeah. technically, you wouldn't know where they are right now. Because it's possible they would have transferred them into... That is, um, we took that ferry a couple of times. Uh, 
Shifting topic slightly. So, what about what does he? What does this guy uh, know about the theft of the rest of the statue's hands? The whole uh, the, the basic crime. That one, he says, he's not really sure, but it was so well orchestrated, it had to be the guild. Okay. It required a high degree of organization. Um, maybe not necessarily experts, but people who at least knew their way around some basic mason's tools. Why would the guild want to steal the hands off of statues? He doesn't have any idea. Neither do I. I mean, we'd know if we fucking went with Butter Knife Lady. <laughs> you'd know where your brother's butter. <laughs> from there. From that yeah, from that knife, pretty I much. I mean, <laughs> it did incite chaos. It got everyone at each other's throats. Yeah, it might but, be like the Joker here, like, incite a little anarchy. It, it, it could be, but at the same time, I mean, they were profiting under the old system. The hands thing really was lighting the fuse on what is now the sumptuary laws, the upper city closing. Now they've turned to outright violence. They're not mm. making money anymore. Yeah. I would like to ask a basic question of, mm-hmm. of Corin and the three of you. Mm. Who should be in charge? These, all these people suck. Maybe we should just leave this goddamn city. Who, who, who amongst any of these so-called dukes worth a ragged rat's ass? I'll wait for your answer. <laughs> I mean, I mean you're, you're asking us to pick the best politician. That's, yeah. that's like, what's your favorite flavor of shit? it's a city of thousands people still need a place to live they still need a government to clean the streets and so so, you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna kind of say to like you know you got one guy playing against the other guy you got one group causing chaos with the other group and then nobody seems to care about anybody who's stuck in the middle of all of this you know, uh, uh, Duke Adrian held the peace because he had been here forever and he was a big badass and he basically kept everybody in, in check. He was a decent guy who did that. There was nobody decent in any of these people. And even if there was somebody decent, none of them would have the strength of authority through just his history and his past and his ability to, like, get things done. None of these people. We're all slugs. <laughs> you uh, make a point. I mean, not necessarily wrong. It's just we don't have another option. Yeah. You know? yeah. I suggest we just go and find this, you know, blast powder and just let's put an end to that plot. <laughs> let's just put an end to all of them. We'll get the blast powder, we'll make a bomb. But I, I think, you know, yeah, who gives a rat's ass about this city? But this blast powder, based on that whole Chimera Enterprises thing, goes beyond just this city. Where's going to end up being safe? Because right, nowhere's right. going to be safe if this gets big. Yeah. Our, our, our primary thing... I'm sorry kids are going to get executed unfairly or whatever. primary thing has to be finding this gunpowder plot. Yeah. Well, and putting it, it into the gunpowder plot yeah. and, right, and, and through the rest of these dukes. And well, and, and, and uh, if we unravel that mystery, we may find that it points to one of these... And, and then at least we won't maybe have the best man for the job, but we'll have a winner by default. Then we take him in under that auspice. Yes. And, and, and we forget all of this the, other in subterfuge, you right. know, into inter whatever, blah. It's the conflict of who gets that Duke spot that is causing a lot of these problems. I think it, once we settle that once and for all, even if the guy we put in office is a shitbag, it's still better than having them war it out in the streets for who gets to be a Duke. And he's not the guy who wants to blow up the city. Right. Uh, question. Yeah. What does Corin know about Rilsa Rael? Because we haven't gotten anything on her. He does not know the name. Oh. Uh, <laughs> was she? I forget. Oh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butterknife lady. Yeah. yeah. You, you slept. You slept in the hammock in her front yard. Be more specific. You fucked, <laughs> you fucked her goats. Yeah, they oh, yeah. oh, her! The one with the really pretty goats. Yeah. <laughs> Best looking goats in Baldur's yeah. Gate. Yeah, really, we're taking political advice from goat fucker. I mean, is, she, is, she, is she at least conceivably the head of the guild, or at least in a I significant position of the so. guild? I'll ask this Corin dude if that's true. He, he says, uh, to the best of my knowledge, the uh, moniker given to the one who runs the guild is Nine Fingers. Did you happen to count her fingers? I don't remember if I counted her fingers. Give me a history check. I was there. Can I help? Sure. That's a five. 
I'm helping. You can help. Helping. So advantage. It's a ten. Uh, you didn't notice it. She was missing a finger. There was other people there, though. The old man serving tea. Yeah, that was Musaid. Yeah. Uh, who was there serving tea. Fuck, we also may not have met them. My goddamn piles of notes. This could take a while because I can't read my we, writing. We were busy having a sleepover at Duke's Silver Show. Oh, and having that, that good, good bacon. <laughs> if, uh, if you are looking for a reference in your notes to Nine Fingers, you do not have it. Oh, okay. Very good. Excellent. Fantastic. That makes it easy. All right. So it sounds like Xanzer is on board with checking the Harbor Master's office to find out what's going on with gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Do do the rest of the party, and I'm on board with that as well, do the rest of the party want to go try and stop this execution, or are we throwing all our forces at the Harbor Master? I will say, unless you've got a really compelling plan to jailbreak somebody from the most secure position in the entire city, you're not going to have a lot of luck doing that even with the whole party. Yeah. In character, Xanzer's like, I don't want to see that fucking Raven Garden's face again. So, Harbor Master. Unless it's behind bars. I don't feel good about it. The lives of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Or the rich. Plus the rich. Mm. <laughs> the kids, dude. The kids. <laughs> the rich kids. Alright, so you are going to the Harbor Master's office. That's why I have the sneaky music. Yes. The Harboria. The In the Arboretum. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's the Arboretum is the Margarita Bar. Ah. Oh, this is definitely not going to end badly. <laughs> Harbor Master's office is uh, this one closest to, to the graveyard. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Should I put a? We'll just sneak. Can you actually make it a little bigger? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I Kool-Aid man into this bitch. <laughs> Got a big thirst. This one in the corner? Uh, no, next one up. There you go. There you go. Um, this is not a combat situation yet. Yes. <laughs> it won't be till you fuck it up. Yeah. Um, first thing you encounter as you get down towards the Harbor Master's office is, as mentioned, there is actually a line. It is drawn uh, in the street's surface, uh, etched into the cobbles uh, for where the... Uh, Jurisdiction of the Flaming Fist ceases and the watch takes over. Where was that line on the map? Uh, Just outside the border of this map. Oh, okay. All right. When you arrive there, uh, you do see that even though it is now night, and it's late at night at this point, it takes a lot of time to get there from Corrin's mansion in the upper city. Uh, It's probably one or two in the morning by now. Mm. Uh, And you do find that there are watch members who are patrolling around. Um, They don't look like they're taking their job super seriously. But they're at least awake, which is more than you would normally expect. They must be on high alert because mm. of all the things that have been going on lately. Mm. Uh, in order to get to the Harbor Master's office without raising the alarm, uh, I'm going to call for a group stealth check. If <laughs> half or more of you make it, uh, then you will make your way to the office without being detected. Well, you didn't give me my dice, so I'm already behind the eight ball. Uh, yes, they're on top of the thing, and I will also throw one more thing out there before you actually have any dice rolled. Okay. Uh, if anybody wants to not be present for what occurs inside the Harbor Master's office, but wants to assist in the challenge, uh, I will also allow a... Uh, we'll go with a deception check uh, in order to grant advantage to somebody else in the party under stealth roll. Oh, actually, I will do that. I'm no good at reading, and uh, I am actually much better at deception than I am at stealth. So, uh, yeah, is, would that be just engaging the guards in conversation? Or? Yeah, or like throwing a rock or whatever. The classic sneaky, sneaky tactics. But gotcha. uh, that means you're going to roll first, because if you fuck it up, that person's going to get minus two instead. Okay. Are any of you vaguely stealthy or no? Is it not one I'm a plus one stealthy. I'm a plus one. Yeah, I guess it's good. I, I'm a uh, minus one, so... Stealthy. Crit. Hell yeah. Twenty-two. I I critically deceive. Which player would you like to grant uh, advantage to? Uh, You have the highest chance of success naturally, right? Um, Do my shitty dice. (laughs) Yeah, he he needs he needs to succeed. He's actually more likely to succeed. I'm going to give it to you two. Both have a plus one. Mm -hmm. Rock scissors paper. All right. Advantage. Hell yeah. Okay. And then you still have the inspiration on the table if you need it. Okay. And only 50% of you need to make the roll. So uh, all of you who are now stealthing, give me that hot roll. That hot buttered roll. Ooh. Oh, got an 11. Shit. Oh, oh we're fucked. <laughs> Someone's going to need the inspiration. 11's not 
Bad. You currently have one success. <laughs> you want the inspiration? <laughs> Jerry Moose is hiding in the shadows like... <laughs> yeah, I'll take the inspiration. That's an 11. Alright. Uh, so the two of you actually managed to haul his ass up towards the Harbor Master's office. Xanzer's actually the one fucking this one up. Maybe D60s are pissed. I'm putt walking. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. And Kicking cans and <laughs> punching guards. Theo and Amanda just have uh, Xander like they've got her like, like, like a frog walking. Should have, should have stayed in my ranch in the country. <laughs> Fuck these goats. <laughs> it was a goat ranch. Yeah, the best little whorehouse in Texas. Turns out it's hard to sneak with a boner, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, you make your way to the Harbor Master's office. Now, the three of you are standing at the door. There are two doors in, a back door and a front. Okay. The back door is the one in this little alleyway here. And so that is the safest one to try to get in if you're trying to evade guards. But somebody's going to need to get this door open. Lick pox. Xanter, you're a guy like you. I don't have We We all thought that. So, uh, a couple other things. There are some windows. Now, they are fairly high up and small, so it would be uh, an uncomfortable thing to get up and into them. But you could potentially get in through a window as a choice of egress as well. Um, Somebody needs to roll a gnome rogue real quick. I have my rat. Oh. Does the rat know how to pick locks? <laughs> I mean, is the window locked? Have you tried it? I don't know. As I mentioned, it's it's high up, so you'll either need to stand on something or somebody prop you up. It's it's Just not like, a it's not a graceful thing. Okay. Yeah. Um Well, because I mean my, my plan was to put the rat up on the shelf and let him in through the window and have him get like keys or whatever and not like, not get keys, but like unlock the like you know, lift we're gonna like get help. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean I would You have dark vision, uh, right? Yes, I do. Can you, like, when I boost you up, can you see anything in the office? Um, I don't know, can I? Alright, so each turn that you try something, mm-hmm. it's going to be six seconds of the guards going back and forth. Mm-hmm. After a certain amount of time, they're going to come check the alleyway. So I'm not going to tell you how long that's going to be. Okay. But just so you know, every time you do an action, it's going to be time on the clock. Okay. Alright. Um, so action one is you're going to pick her up so she can look through the window? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Boost me. Yeah. Boost my bottom! Uh, you are lifted bodily by Theodosius. Uh, you look in through the small window. Uh, it appears that this window is locked, but there is a window uh, on the side with all the barrels that you could potentially get in, and it looks like it's unlocked from where you're being elevated. Uh, you also see that both doors are actually locked by what looks like a, a modern-day deadbolt. It's a rotating... Mm. Deadbolt. Okay. Uh, not exactly a thing a rat could do. Okay. Um, inside the office, there are uh, bookshelves that are laden with various paperwork. Uh, there looks like some sort of a blueprint out there. Uh, and then you actually do see a book that looks like it must be the manifest. It's a gigantic book. It's bound by brass rings. Uh, and it has some arcane font, actually, on the front. It looks more like a spell book than anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it near one of the windows? She sees it through one of the windows. No, but is it actually near Near a window? window. No, you couldn't get it from the window. You'd actually have to get into the room. Okay. Um, I want to... I want to go over to the open window and cast Mage Hand and unlock the door from the inside. Um, Okay. Uh, Give me a... I want a stealth roll because you have to get up on those barrels in order to get through that window to use it. Okay. Everybody good with this? Mm-hmm. We good? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a 10. Okay. Yep, you, you make some clunking around, but you don't see any guards coming your way. Uh, you get up onto the barrels, lean up to the window, cast Mage Hand inside the room, mm-hmm. uh, and you are able to flick the deadbolt open. All right. Pile on in, team. Uh, why do we have to pile on in? Just grab the book and get the F out. Yeah, only one of us needs to go in. Okay. But if all of us are inside, it's less likely that we're going to be seen by the guards going outside. Is there a? I don't know what I don't know what the roof is like. Is there? Is there? um, If I got up on the roof, 
Is there anything to hide behind, like a chimney or, uh, you know, a, a gable or something? Uh, yeah, it's actually the, the top part, the, the seam where the two parts of the roof meet, goes up like an extra eight inches. So you could actually hide behind it like a bunker. Okay. Um, this is a little... Whimsical. <laughs> Too much whimsy. Give me creepy. I do love a whimsical B&E. <laughs> right, so um, I think that I might... I'm tempted to go on the roof, hide on the roof, with my arrow, with, with my longbow, target something out here or something far away, like, you know, barrels or boxes or some damn thing. And if I see a guard, shoot an arrow into them to make noise and make them fall down to distract the guard from coming our way. Okay. Uh, or, at the very least, keeping an eye out. I mean, conversely, I could just stumble up to them and do something innocuous, like ask for directions or... That's why the I'm DC just, is so low on the Pretend to be drunk or something yeah, like yeah. that. I'm just thinking from a, from a higher perch, I could see him probably from more different directions than you might from ground level. So yeah, I, I will allow it. Uh, it's going to be a fairly nominal athletics check to get up there. Uh, athletics or acrobatics? It's climbing? Well, that's not They're both, they're both roughly the same. Yeah. Acrobatics is flips and shit. And has been ass for weeks. Years. And the ass continues. And the ass continues. How assy is I'm it? I'm just going to fucking not play. <laughs> What's your total? Nine. Nine? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit wet because it's so close to the harbor, so you're having trouble getting a handhold up there. Okay. Uh, you could probably give it another try. All right, uh, the two of you who are not trying to climb on a roof. Going inside. Okay, you get inside. I'm going in. All right. Um, Nevea, give me an arcana roll. Oh, shit. Cool. That's a nine? What kind of fucking wizard are you? A drunk one? <laughs> yeah. A fuck answer. So when you get in, uh, what you recognize immediately is that the cover of the book you assume to be the Harbor Manifest is uh, covered with some sort of arcane font. Uh, you actually do recognize a spell that has been cast upon the book. Uh, it's a spell called Magic Mouth. Oh boy. Um, do I have to look that up, or should, can you just Magic tell me what mouth, it does? Magic Mouth uh, is a spell that literally creates a mouth in some sort of edifice uh, that then uses words selected by the caster. And it's generally uh, keyed to a specific condition, such as being stolen. So it's very likely that if you open the book and you're not the guy who's supposed to open the book, it's just going to start screaming an alarm. Oh, like the screaming book from the Harry Potter movie. Very similar. Sure. Okay. Um... It's not an insurmountable obstacle. You have ways to do it, but it's going to take time. How much time do we have, do you guys think? More than six seconds. Uh, neither of you are in there with a light, right? So it's no, dark. we you both, both have Yeah, that's another reason why I didn't want to go in, because I couldn't see squat dark. Uh-huh. The top dice are still high. high. Can I think I was going to sound like a dying giraffe if I see it. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate gun dogs! <laughs> Sheet. Sheet. <laughs> you got anything over there? I'm trying to think if there's a clever way I could use mending to take the spell off. No, it doesn't dispel spells. Yeah. But, like, alter the text or something like that. But... Yeah. <sighs> Shit. Gee. So I don't think we can steal it. We might be able to open it. Yeah, I feel like the... But it's a thick-ass book. And we don't know where to find... This book is thick. Well, I'm... I'm going to make an assumption founded on almost nothing. um, That the... Anything about this powder may be fairly recent. Mm -hmm. So if I was going to open it, I'm going to open it and I'm going to start from the back and I'm just going to start looking as fast as I can. Yeah, like from the back, like, like, like when you're looking for a spell and you don't know what you're looking for, so you're going like this. Like, well, it's either from the back or it's from the front. Mm -hmm. Because some of these things, the the most recent inventory might be the top page. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know until you open it. Are you afraid? Are we? Well, I'm not there. But but I was gonna say, are we afraid of opening it, or are we afraid of taking it? Maybe both are Um, decisions. It's your check. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do it quickly because it's taking a long time, and I want this to be impulsive. So be impulsive. Do something impulsive. Um, 
I open the book. That's impulsive. Okay. All right. Uh, you open the book. The cover of the book starts yelling, "Alert! Alert!" I slam it alert. closed. <laughs> Continues to yell. Oh shit! Open it again. Start looking. Yeah. I just get it done. I grab it and book it. Yeah. I start flipping through it, looking. Fuck for it. it! It's already yelling. Steal the shit out of it. Yeah. We'll we'll yeah. put it in water or something. Well, it's gonna. Follow us. They're gonna it's going to continue to yell. <laughs> yeah, you're currently surrounded by guards. If you bring this thing out of there, they're going to follow you. And it's not going to be hard to tell who you are. Okay. So, are you just you're rifling through it to try to yeah, find something? Yeah, I'm like looking to, like, flipping through it, like... Uh, straight up intelligence roll. Oh, fuck. That's an 11. Okay. That's not bad. Uh, you start at the back, you start flipping through, and you do find a page of some smoke powder orders being placed by Fellow Gears Fireworks. It's uh, one of the pages towards the back, fairly recent. I rip it out and, like, okay. shove it, like, crumple there's, it up, like, There's a lot more in here, paper. so mm -hmm. it's, you're going to get at least one of those clues, but there's a lot more to find, so if you want to keep risking it... Keep, keep going, keep going. I keep going. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's I... be your turn, so next up is going to be her chance to try and do it. Um, do we want an initiative order or something? Because no. I have stuff I want to do, too. Um... Alright, then yeah, if you want to do stuff too, then let's get an initiative call. See who play from everybody. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, fuck yeah, it's gonna be a 21! 15. 15. Oops, sorry. 13. 6. Do you want new dice or something? <laughs> do you want me to put yours in the microwave? Oh, no. <laughs> That's how you make loaded dice, though. No? <laughs> Alright. Um, so yeah, the top of the initiative order. Nemea, you, you sort of body Theodosius out of the way and start looking through this book. Yep. Uh, straight up intelligence roll for clues. Um, that's going to be a, an 18. All right. Uh, you find another page that contains uh, smoke powder ingredients. Specifically, the one that you are going to find uh, contains orders for dragon dung, salt of yolk, and charcoal, which you recognize as the ingredients to make smoke powder. Smoke shit. Uh, this one is a much larger order than the one Theodosius had located. I assume this one's also getting torn out. Yep. Okay. Right in the pocket. Dragomir. Hey, actually, guys, um, and, and we'll do a turn one second. If the cover of the book is what's enchanted, just start grabbing fistfuls of paper. paper. Okay. Just leave the empty cover. Yeah. Are, <laughs> um, the, are the pages numbered? No. Um. But are they dated? Uh, yes. Okay. Good enough. Alright, is going to come out of the, he, I'm assuming he can hear the alert being yelled. Yes. Okay. Um, and he can see that the guards have also heard this alert. Oh yeah. Alright, I'm stepping out of the, uh, out of the alleyway. Uh, I am a member of the Flaming Fist. Do you need assistance? Uh, he says, this is watch business. I was happening through and I heard the alert. I, I wish to help. Too bad. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I'm going. I'm going to like keep pace with them and, and act like I am there to help. But really, I'm just going to bungle their attempt to do anything. To the That's best what they I expect from the flaming fist. <laughs> All right. Uh, so like they're going to they're going to try and kick in the door, and I'm going to try to force my way through first. But I'm so big, like they can't get around me. <laughs> you're trying to kick on the door, but you're pulling it even though it's a push door. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're going to be distracting them. Theodosius, you want another crack at this book, or is it yeah. time to book it? Uh, nice. Where are the guards and Dragomir at this point? It's actually really hard to tell because you're inside a building with tiny high up windows. Tiny high windows. Okay. Um, we're just... I'm just going to, you know, rip out as much paper as I can. Window. Okay. Um, give me an athletics roll. <laughs> it's like ripping a phone book. Right. Yeah. That is a 19. All right, yeah, you oh, rip a handful of paper. Easy. You Hulk Hogan that shit. <laughs> I rip it Four-inch pythons, brother. Yeah, I, I always wondered why Theodosius had big, beefy hands. He's <laughs> kind of a cleric, mild man, yeah. but he's got these big hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's from all the self-flagellating. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right, uh, Zanzerific. Oh, I didn't. I figured there was 800 people who needed to go before my shitty roll. I'm just going to hide. I'm going to continue to stealth up there. All right, give me that hot stealth roll. God, uh, what the, you know, that's a lukewarm stealth roll. That's a six. Alright, that's oh, six. Alright, um, you do actually see some guards coming around the corner, and thankfully you're currently obscured by the darkness. It's one o'clock in the morning. You're in an alleyway. They see I'm on a roof in an alleyway. Yeah, roof no, they're climbing onto a roof. You haven't quite gotten all the way up yet. Oh, fuck. Um, but they spot a silhouette of a person in the alleyway, and the call is shouted to come get you. Uh, so they are going to be mobilizing. Oh, fuck, I'm just going to run. Fuck this. Yeah, well, if they think that this is 
still going on, maybe you can. That's exactly draw them what I'm off. gonna do. Yeah, I thought right. it was already on the roof. I forgot I fucked that yeah. one. Nemea. Uh, I take the cover of the book and I run out the front door. All right. Uh, clunk and when you step out in the front door, there is a watch guard who's standing out there, who is basically covering the back for people to try to make their escape. Um, um I cast charm person. Okay. Wisdom uh, saving throw. Wiz save. Uh, he's got a five. It's a thirteen. All right. Yep. He's charmed. Uh, I give him the cover of the book and I say, "Run as far as you can that way." Uh, uh, oh, okay. Wow. And he at <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I had a spell and it worked! Dragomir. Uh, alright. So I am still in kind of like a midst a gaggle of guards. Yep. Actually, I see, uh, I see a silhouette I would recognize as Xanzer hopping off the roof and run down the alleyway. And I just announce, I'll go after him, you go inside. Okay. What? <laughs> I'm making it look like I'm helping the guards. I'm still inside! <laughs> well, they're gonna go after Xanzer. You got you got the back door open for you by her. But you told the guards to go inside. <laughs> well, what do you think they're gonna do, whether I tell them to or not? Yeah. Wait outside. <laughs> All right, uh, give me a roll. Uh, it sounds like a persuasion to me. Sure. Or a deception. Actually, deception's more act. They're both the same. Uh, that is a sixteen. All right. Yeah, they uh, at this point they're like more interested in getting into the harbor master's office, and then somebody runs by with a screaming book, and they splinter off. Some go inside, and some follow this watch guy who's carrying part of a book. Um, after you, it is Theodosius. You're still inside when two watch guys are trying to bungle the door open. Uh, I book it out the way that Nemea went. Yep. Um, are the this is like stones and stuff like that? That's yeah. like a short drop down. Yeah, it's like eight feet down. Um, and how, this is like a harbor, right? So there's yeah. no strong current? No, there's a, there's an ebb and a flow, but it's not strong. I'm going to, uh, duck, I'm going to hop onto one of these rocks and crouch down and keep myself okay. hidden. Uh, give me a stealth roll. There's a 14. Theodosius, set of the fight. Xander. Maybe you were all worried. Mm-hmm. So is anybody following me, though? Me. Yep. Just you. <laughs> Dragon Hair is chasing you. Don't feel anyone that I see following Terminator me. Terminator run. Yeah. And I, I'm sort of like, get, get in an alley or something. <laughs> Hide behind me. <laughs> uh, uh, do we know where the do we know Wearing where they like went? Wearing like a backpack. No. <laughs> um, fuck. How can I be less useless? So inevitable. Um... Can I spot where they went? No, they went out the front door. You went in the alleyway. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Long Strider on myself. Okay. Improve my movement rate. Sounds good. Uh, you are out of the fight if you want to be. Um, there's nobody on me. Right. So what fight? Okay. I'm not running away. I want to still... Don't take oh, me off. So you're still in the yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So that was your action, right? Or that's yeah. actually... No, like, it's, oh. it's an action. It is a full action. Uh, Nemea. Um, are there any, like, guards, like, onto me or anything like that? Not onto you right now, but they're sort of scattered all over the place right now. Okay. Um. I want to... Um. Um, so I'm going to, uh, sort of try to saunter sneak away in the general Theodosis direction. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call for a stealth roll for that. Okay. Oh, well, that's... Whoa. That fell out of my hand, and so that's going to be what it's going to be. It's a six. It's a six. Yep. Oh. All right. Uh, you are not clear. Uh, there's a lot of watch guards who are muttering about, and it looks like you might be about to be interviewed uh, to see if you have any stolen goods on your person. Okay. I don't. Oh, I do. You do. <laughs> you, have, you have crumpled pieces of paper. That have clearly stolen information on them. <laughs> They're not dumb. They're just ineffective. Okay. Uh, um. So it looks like that's about to happen. Uh, Dragomir, you, uh, you're in the alleyway with Zanzer. <clears throat> All right, and it's just me and him? Yep. Okay. 
Um, you are you letting me catch up to you or? Yeah, I'm basically signaling. You know, well, I don't know how we're going to do this if we're close or not, but I'm going to say I'm going to try to find these two. Maybe you try to draw the guards away or something. Let's try to find out where they are. Okay. I mean, it, basically, I'm following you, and as soon as you stop moving, I'll catch up to you. So yeah, yeah, I don't think you took a move on your last turn, so I'll probably no. catch up to you. Um, so just let me know. We're going to go look for them. And I'll distract the guards. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's 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 see where they are, and if they need help escaping, let's help them escape. Okay. Um, all right, then you go, and I'll okay. create the distraction. Um, is there so? Is there like a pile of trash or barrels or something I could smash in this alleyway to make a lot of noise? There is one right behind the harbor master's office. Um, all right, then I'm going to do that and try to draw some attention to myself. Okay. Uh, give me an athletics check to be a bull in a china shop. <laughs> Uh, surprisingly enough, I excel at it with a 23. I am shocked. Uh, yeah, you go bodying into a gigantic pile of barrels. Barrels start spilling out and rolling all over the harbor side. Mm. A couple of them go dropping into the water. Some guy dives in to go recover the goods. Um, so that was you. You're going to be distracting the guards. Zenzer, what would you like to do on your turn? So I want to try to run out where I think these guys might have gone, like come out of an alleyway to try to go to the main street and just try to see where I think they went. Okay. I don't know if I can spot either of these. Oh, Tell are you being interviewed? I'm being interviewed. She's probably out of sight. He's I'm, probably out of I sight. I ducked out of sight. All right. Um, so if I see you being interviewed, I'm going to intentionally exit the alleyway so that they spot me. And then pause for a few seconds to see if they spot me. And if they spot me, I'm going to run in the opposite direction. Okay. Uh, what's because, because and my theory is, is that somebody, you know, he yelled that there was somebody in the alleyway. Mm. Just to try to see if I can draw some of these schmucks away from her. Okay. Uh, what skill do you think is appropriate for that? <sighs> I would say, like, Fuck. maybe, like, persuasion or performance. Um, yeah, uh, I have a commitment. No matter what it is, it's a charisma minus one. But, but performance is probably the most accurate one. That's I like that idea. idea. And I'll, like, make noise. Or triple or something. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve's good enough. Uh, you start peeling guys away from Nemea's interview crew. Uh, it's not a clean sweep for Nemea. There's still some guy there. But if Nemea decides to make a break for it, she might be able to just outrun this guy. Okay. Um, okay. You successfully distract them. Nemea, it is your turn. So there's only one guy with me? Yeah. Um... So, Fireball. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Kick him in the crotch. Um, fire crotch. Oh. Fire crotch, indeed. Um, so I. Um, so I'm like answering his questions and whatever. I'm like, yeah, no, that like, like, I heard some noise in there. So like, I went into bed. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know. I'm not trying to overstep my bounds or anything like that. You understand. And I put my hand on his shoulder. Is he wearing metal? Uh, he is. All right. I cast Shocking Grasp. All right. <laughs> uh, with disadvantage, right? Uh, yep. Seven? Uh, nope. That does not do it. All right. Uh, roll damage. Um, and that's going to be 1d8. Cook this fool. I'm going to cook him inside his armor like a nice fucking pig roast. Uh, or not. Um, <laughs> I shock him lightly. He's out for one point I, I, I lightly, I lightly did. He's a joy buzzer. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, I, I lightly shock him. Uh, he is going to hit you with a mace. Okay. I'm, um. 14? Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> the combat is unlikely to happen. Says. <laughs> no, it's not a real combat. Uh, three points of bludgeoning damage from the mace. Okay. You zap him and he's like, ow! And hits you. <laughs> Rude! That's a reasonable use of force. Yeah. Uh, three, okay. Uh, you still have a move on your turn. Do you want to make a break for it or are you making a stand? The taser um. has become the tasey. <laughs> but you're going to tase it or else. <laughs> yeah, um... I'm going to... Yeah, I'm gonna make a break for it in a. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he'll opportunity to attack you on your way by. Uh, that one's a 22. And yeah, he hits me like fuck. For eight points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. So he hits you in the ribs. You turn to make a break for it. He hits you right in the side of the pelvis. Gives oh. you a nice bruise. Uh, you're running a little bit with a limp as you sprint away from this scene. 
Uh, thanks to the unified efforts of your friends to cause distractions, uh, you're able to actually make your way away from the crime scene with your stolen goods, although uh, a little worse for wear. And at that point, uh, the music changes to something spooky again. Oh, good. I'm hanging out close to you, not close enough that I can see you, but in the general vicinity in case things go bad. Alright, uh, you successfully have stolen this part. <coughs> uh, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. You're currently in the harbor. Uh, at the docks. Uh, Club marks on our pelvises and pockets full of paper. Yeah. <laughs> it's a regular Saturday night.